I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Nothing will stop the Satanic total release. Stop pestering Satan. Welcome to the place we are so sick of the question, why Satan? We named a podcast after it. Thank you for joining me today. This is Josh with Why Satan. And I first want to get into that I have a bit of a cough still. My cold has gotten a little worse, which is normally what happens. I start out with a cough for a while, allergies or something else. Then it turns into a cold. So I'm dealing with that. So I apologize if there is pauses during this podcast, either for me needing to take a sip of water or me just needing to catch my breath or me having to cut a cough out, but I did want to give a heads up. So on today's show, we will, on the, for the main topic, be getting into the religious side of Satanism. Why is it a religion and not a philosophy? What makes it a religion? And what does it mean when someone says they are religious in their Satanism? But before we get into anything else, I actually do want to go over the article a tiny bit that inspired me to have this episode. There was an article, which I will link in the description, run by the Huffington Post, about how someone, specifically a lawyer, joined the Satanic Temple after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, there's a few different things I like about this article in particular. One, the article's actually pretty different. It talks about Satanism as a religion in it, not just as uh, a means of activism which you don't see very much of. I would have liked to see a little more of that discussed, but considering the article was her joining because of the threat to Roe v. Wade, I understand why it included more discussions of activism than actually gets discussed in Satanism day-to-day, so I completely understand it. But... To be honest, I only expected it to be about the activism. I was very surprised when I opened the article and I saw mentions of the religious side to the Satanic Temple and Satanism in general, which, let's be frank, doesn't honestly happen that often. Most of the time when Satanism is mentioned inside an article, it's actually only about the activism basically ever. I think this is one of the few times I've actually seen it being discussed as a religion, other than an other article that talks about how Satanism is changing the view of religion. But that article in particular is what got me started on wanting to talk about this topic. I had been planning it for a little bit, but it made me pull it out of my idea folder and actually get down and make the episode. Something that happened on the first was Blasphemy Day. For those who don't know too much about Blasphemy Day, I would say look it up. But overall, it is um, a day of expressing free speech in ways that some might consider offensive or blasphemous. It is actually my view of the holiday that it is a day of solidarity almost. I believe it is a day of solidarity with those who past and present have been punished for blasphemy. It is a way to express that threatening people will not stop them being able to express themselves. Some use the day as a day to be over the top. Others use it to just show something in their daily life that would normally be called blasphemous anyway. 
but I do think that it actually is an important holiday specifically to show that we will not let ourselves be told what we can and cannot say just because someone else finds it offensive. I'm sorry if me saying I highly doubt that Mary was a virgin is blasphemous to you. Sorry, I'm just going to go on facts. You're lucky that I seem to even ponder the idea that there was a Mary or Jesus, which is a whole other topic. So there's Blasphemy Day. I will also find an article and link it in the description on more specifics on what Blasphemy Day actually is. Now, I didn't, for today, look up any of the satanic items or break up my infernal dictionary, because for today I have another list. I will read off this list, and I'm sure that everyone will know what this list is before I even get finished with it. The list goes, Hope Hicks, Bill Stefan, Chris Christie, Kellyanne Conway, three Republican senators who I don't even care to learn the names of, the president of the INC, Trump, and his wife. All of these people, so far, there might be more, all have covid and it seems they all have COVID from the little meetup they did to gloat over the fact that Trump gets to pick a Supreme Court nominee. So again, I'm very happy I did that episode on why bad things happen to bad people. Because fuck all these people. They get no sympathy from me whatsoever. I don't understand people who say they have sympathy. To be honest... I think most of the late-night comedians who say they don't wish the president anywhere will are just saying that so they don't get in trouble. Personally, I'm not bound by any network rules or any sort of federal broadcast rules, so I can say it all day long. Fuck all these people, and I hope they all croak. There, I said it. Have fun. Celebrate. Honestly, just because of Trump being the president, I actually don't think he's going to die He's getting way more health care than anyone else in the world would get. But the bastard gets to suffer. So I'm at least a bit happy about that. And it gives me a few days of joy. Some people worried that he might be hoaxing this just to get some sympathy. I don't see it. Trump doesn't seem like the guy who would want to fake weakness. And he will see this as weakness. I'm pretty sure some of his people will already take this weakness. Granted, some of those people are already saying that the microphone during the debate was poisoned or something. So we can't really take into account them and their stupidity. I'm sure QAnon will get some interesting um, Q drops from this. I'll see if I can keep an eye out for that. But yeah, in my opinion, eh, fuck them all. If it gets a little joy to people, awesome. In some podcast news, I will say that I will be moving the release days of this podcast to Sunday, Monday, probably either Sunday late night or Monday sometime during the day. People who are subscribed to the podcast will actually see it earlier than if you just wait for me to post it somewhere as I publish it immediately when I get done editing and doing all the show notes and everything. So as soon as I'm done and throw it up on Podbean and it releases to anyone who's subscribed or on any of the podcast services, it's there. 
if you wait for me to post it on Twitter or on a Discord, you might not end up seeing it till Monday sometime. So the podcast will be released either Sunday late night or Monday from now on. And now, on to the main topic. So today we're going to be talking about Satanism as a religion, which from the outside of Satanism can get a lot of debate. And even sometimes, rarely, on the inside there can be some debate about it. If anyone remembers the old Facebook group for the Satanic Temple and how it was taken down, largely because it was impossible to moderate, and also because of how many debates were started over just the fact that it was a religion. I remember there was one point where they had to state that Satanism is a religion, and if you didn't believe that it... Let me correct that. If you didn't understand that Satanism was a religion, that you were probably in the wrong group. This didn't stop people from getting extremely upset, Every time mentions of it being a religion came up, or discussion of rituals, or anything along those topics, people would get extremely upset. Most of the people who got upset were those who viewed the Satanic Temple as a means to an end for their activism, or as a large troll such as the Flying Spaghetti Monster. For many Satanists currently, This isn't a huge debate on whether it's a religion. I still see some people debate this now and then on Twitter and other spaces. Mostly Satanists who I deal with, who I've met uh, in person, are largely members of the Satanic Temple. Just because I live near Salem and basically all the Satanic meetups that I've gone to have either been through the Boston chapter or something to do with the headquarters. So anything I've met with in person, people basically understand that it's religion and understand it overall. So who exactly is this episode for? If most people seem to understand that it's religion, who are Satanists? Well, I guess this episode would be for people who are new to Satanism and If you kind of want to show to a friend or someone who doesn't quite understand how Satanism might be a religion as a perspective, who might not want to take your word for it and might think, well, you believe it's a religion, but that's not the general consensus. So I suppose this is one more avenue of evidence, not really evidence, but it's one more avenue that shows that most Satanists believe that it is a religion. It also discusses on what it means for it to be religion. The fact that it's a religion is not just a way for it to deal with court cases. I mean, it probably helps. Well, it definitely helps. But that's not why it's a religion. It's a religion because it's a religion, and it just so happens that that works in its favor for the most part. Sometimes... It can make it a little difficult, such as probably navigating the things that the Satanic Temple at least can and cannot say. But consider I'm an independent Satanist. I can say whatever the fuck I want, which is awesome. Since, as I've said, I am a member of the Satanic Temple, but I always speak for myself. I view myself as an overall Satanist first and then a member of the Satanic Temple second. 
So any views that are on this podcast that come from me are mine. Or any views from someone else who I might happen to share. Either way. Getting on to the actual topic. As we've already discussed, yes, Satanism is in fact religion. No, we are not just trolls. To be honest, if you were to actually look up what a troll is, trolls don't tend to cause problems to show a point. Trolls normally just jump in, cause an argument, and most of the time walk away, or they continue to fuel that argument. I made a comment on one of the Discord servers that I was on, and I might have actually said on Twitter as well, that we are less trolls and we can more be viewed as uh, absurdum ad reducto experts. We tend to take other people's arguments and we demonstrate that, well, if you were to apply them to us, you would find that ridiculous. And it sounds ridiculous at times, at least from their point of view. But then comes up the question is, isn't it just philosophy? If we look at Satanism, it largely comes from the Romantic uh, era of Satanism, which was more philosophy than religion. And I will agree, there was almost no one who was involved in the Romantic Satanism movement and uh, literature that actually was a Satanist. Most of them were deists of some sort. Some of them were even Christian. But what what makes it a religion? I, I understand the idea that perhaps wouldn't it be a philosophy? Well, if we look at other examples, we have Taoism or Taoism. That is very much philosophy. It has very little to do with any supernatural belief system. It is more of a way of living. However, it's classically been identified as a religion. And if we look at what actually makes a religion, they've been defined as, let me make sure I get these correct, they've been defined as creed, which is a set of beliefs, code, which is a set of rules, cultus, which is a set of rituals, and community. I would say that Satanism definitely has all of those things. We have a set of beliefs. We have our rules. We have rituals that many of us perform, some of them being rituals that are used in a larger audience, such as the Black Mass or the Unbaptism ritual. Many people use the burning ritual, so we do have many rituals. And not all of them are publicly displayed for activism. Many of them are very private in community. Community is probably one of the biggest things Satanism has. Between our chapters to our discords, Satanism Twitter is pretty big. There's a ton of people on Twitter who are Satanists. I'll be honest, when I open my Twitter and I go through my feed, it's basically all Satanists. It actually takes me effort to find, to get out of Satanist Twitter. I actually need to probably do a search. There's a few news sites that I have that I follow, but because my feed is so clogged up, I don't want to say clogged, but it's so filled with Satanists that I actually have to go look for something else. Or it's a news flash that I get on my notifications. So, academically speaking, Satanism is definitely a religion. We have creed, we have code, we have cultists, and we have community. 
But what does it actually mean to be a religious Satanist? What makes it different from someone who's just like, yep, I'm a Satanist, I'm joining the Satanic Temple, or yep, I follow the tenets? Is there a difference between being a religious Satanist and just a Satanist? Some people would say yes, some people would say no. I know that there's been discussions that I've had with um, Stephen Bradford Long, and we both agree that there is a difference between Satanism in general and a Satanist who is religious. Now, I believe that it is largely composed of three things. It is making Satanism integrated on who you are, making it part of you, more than just saying, well, I'm a Satanist. It's making Satanism being core to who you are, core to your beliefs, core to your identity. It would also be molding Satanism to reflect you as a person, making it personal. Part of this could be integrating it into your everyday life. Many people use rituals as part of this. I would say most Satanists who are religious use some rituals here and there in some manner. So when it comes to the religion of Satanism, is there anything that is sacred? Is there anything that is canon that cannot be changed or altered? No. I believe that within Satanism, there is almost nothing sacred. I believe the tenets come close, but as the seventh tenant notes, even the tenets themselves aren't something that's set in stone. So I don't believe that there is anything truly sacred or set in stone canon within Satanism. I believe that Satanism is something, as I've said, people need to mold to themselves. Example, I don't like Paradise Lost. I really don't. I'm not a fan of how it's written. I'm not a great fan of the story. I find it's a bit of a rehash of some of the Bible's uh, story. I don't believe it shows Satan in as good of a light as, say, Revolt of the Angels, which I like a lot better. I feel that Revolt of the Angels shows more of that romantic Satanism. Whereas in Paradise Lost, Satanism is still trying to do it a bit for his own ego. Not necessarily his own ego, but it's still a bit of a more of a revenge kick than it is anything else. I'm a little sick. My brain's a little fuzzy. So I'm not going to try to break down uh, literature right now. But either way, as I said, I am much more a fan of Revolt of the Angels. And there's nothing wrong about that. Some people disagree. I'm sure some people will even disagree with my critique that I gave right just now, which probably is not the best critique off the top of my head. So I do believe that people can have their own canon. They can have their own books, music. There's absolutely nothing wrong and nothing says that someone couldn't decide that, hey, this Pixar movie I really like has a deep meaning to me. I'm going to include this Pixar movie in my own personal canon. There's nothing wrong about that. It might seem weird to people outside Satanism, but I think most Satanists would understand it and get it. So we have to ask, why should you create your own canon in the first place? I believe that there might be a figure in Satanism that appeals to you. Example, my girlfriend. She feels a strong affinity with Lilith than she does to Satan, 
So to her, Lilith is much more prominent in her Satanism. Making something personal also leads you to learn more about the subject. And it actually drives you to learn more about the subject. It makes it less boring. You're not just reading something for an academic purpose or to feel smart about it. You're reading it to take it into yourself. And I believe that's very important when it comes to learning. Myself, I've discovered that if I'm learning something just to learn it, I am less likely to learn it well. If I'm learning something that I will actually use and I want to learn, I learn it a lot better. I think most people have understood this. I think it's a common occurrence. It's probably why we do better in certain subjects at school. We like certain subjects more than others. I don't know many people who are good at a subject they don't like. Anyway, I am babbling far too much. I'm never going to get through uh, my bullet points, which that that is how I do the show. I have a bunch of bullet points. I don't go into detail about what I'm going to say. I just make bullet points to jog my memory. Either way, I am getting way far afield. So the next thing I want to talk about is rituals. Rituals I found even within the Satanist community can be one of those things that people will debate on and are things that outsiders will jump on. I will say that they are not just a public excuse for activism. Most rituals that we hold, most people will never know about for the most part. A lot of rituals people hold are private. Not everyone has rituals. And some people have passive rituals and some people have active rituals. Some people have a mix of the both. So what do I mean by active rituals? What I mean by active rituals is something that is done intentionally. Is you are thinking about it and going, okay, this is my ritual and I am doing this with the idea that it is a ritual. What do I mean by passive rituals? What I mean by a passive ritual is something that almost everyone does. If you were to remember when this whole pandemic first started, people would, smart people anyway, psychologists would state that in order to make people feel normal, they should go throughout their normal ritual, such as if you had a ritual you didn't every morning before you went to work, you should probably keep that up. It's probably good for your mental health. Those are the type of things I call passive rituals. They are things that everyone does. And to me, I believe that these passive rituals are one of the biggest ways we actually start to develop our own rituals. A great example of this, normally at night, I fill up my water bottle before I go to sleep, is I've found that one of the worst things to happen at night is you wake up thirsty and then you have to go deal with getting water. I don't particularly like plain water, so I tend to get a drink mix that I put in it. It adds a bit of uh, electrolytes and vitamins to the water. No sugar, which is great because I'm trying to reduce how much soda I drink. But I noticed I did this every night around the same time before I went to bed. So I decided this is a this is a good place to put in a ritual. So I developed a bit of a ritual around it. I won't go too much into that right now, but it is a way for me to both signal I'm going to sleep. Because I'm a bit of an insomniac. It is a way to help tell my mind and body, you are going to sleep now. You are going to bed, and you are going to sleep. It actually helps. It also is a way for me to add other things to the ritual that remind me of other things that I want to keep aware of. So, one can take a passive ritual that one normally does, 
and develop it into a regular ritual. That is part of something I see a lot of religious Satanists do, and it is part of what makes Satanism a religion. What are the different types of rituals that exist? There are visualization, which I'm not going to pronounce any better. I am not good at pronouncing things. Hopefully I get better. There is a planned step-by-step ritual where you plan it out beforehand, write all the steps down, and you complete it. There is a sort of unplanned ritual that you go into it with the idea that you're going to do a ritual. You don't plan it too well, and you just sort of go with the flow and see what happens and see how you feel about it. And if you like it, maybe you'll write it down later. I do that a lot. There are rituals that are a whole mix of those things. There are group rituals. There are personal rituals that are done in people's homes that are either just themselves or maybe one other person. There are some books about rituals. There is notably Shiva Honey's The Devil Tome. And there is also there is also a newer book that is out called Finding Empowerment, Tenets, Sigils, and Rituals, an infernal handbook of rituals and sigils. I think I got it a little backwards, but it is by Ariana DeSant- DeSantis. I'll put a link in the description. I'm sorry, Aria, if I um I definitely butchered your name. I even know I just butchered your first name. I'm sorry. I'm doing this late. I apologize. Forgive me. You're a wonderful person. But I will include links to both those books in the episode description. They're very good books. I highly suggest them. Again, I want to apologize for anyone's name I ever butcher. I am not very good at pronouncing things. The amount of times I have to pause the episode and repeat something is ridiculous. I've had friends make fun of me a bit because I I butcher pronunciations. It's part of the reason why I don't get on voice on Baphomet very often, or really any other Discord. So of course I decided a podcast would be a wonderful idea. Either way, I digress. I mentioned a personal practice, or a daily practice, or both. So what do I mean by a personal practice? There are a lot of things that you could make a part of your Satanism. Myself, I took to heart something that Stephen Bradford Long wrote called that he discussed his root document. You know what? I'll actually link that blog in my description too. And I packaged it along with a small little handbook that I keep of quotes, my ideas, uh, philosophy, thoughts that I like to call my infernal handbook. There is also a part of me that I believe that prepping is actually very satanic. I put together an EDC kit. I am working on a bug out bag. I think these things are rational and can be done to help oneself and others. I don't believe that they are something that the gun nuts of the world. And when I say gun nut, I mean people who only care about their gun rights. I've seen Satanists mention that Satanists definitely should have a gun if they feel they need to for personal safety. And I completely agree. I am not anti-Second Amendment. I know I might get some crap for that, but who the hell cares? I actually don't think I'll get some crap from it from Satanists. Satanists are pretty open from uh, differing views. Either way, I'm going off on far too many tangents today. Maybe someday I'll just have a podcast of me just ranting. That That could be interesting and fun. And maybe at some point I'll actually put together a little show on my thoughts about um, satanic uh, prep. There are people who use 
I know cooking is a form of their satanic expression. I know that there is the satanic chef who I've seen on Discord now and then. I believe he might actually have a show on TST TV. I might be wrong, but I thought I heard rumblings about that. I actually include my Satanism as part of my being an ed- educator. I don't mean I bring my Satanism to the classroom, but Satanism helps me develop my ideas as an educator. That even students who are, who I tend to work with of special needs, I believe that it is important to show them how to think and not just what to think. Even though much of the curriculum is telling them, do this, do this, do this, because society expects you to do this and this. I, when I teach those type of classes, I tend to explain to them that this is what society wants. And I explain to them, it might not necessarily be what is best for you. But in certain situations, we all need to do things that we might not like to do. I know I don't like putting on my dress clothes when I go into work. I would rather go in a t-shirt and pants, but I can't do that, sadly. So we can't talk about personal practices and rituals without talking about altars. If you've ever been on Satanic Twitter at all, you've probably seen me or someone else post pictures of their Satanic altar. A lot of people ask me, what in the world are you making an altar to? You say you don't believe in an actual Satan, so what the hell are you making an altar to? This is an interesting question, and I don't think I explained it very well on Twitter. Because the idea that of making an altar to a fictitious figure might seem odd. My altar in particular isn't even an altar to Satan. It has um, Baphomet on it, but it isn't even an altar to Baphomet. To me, it is an altar to an idea, to an ideal, even to state of minds. And I think that that is mostly what satanic altars are. They are physicality of an idea. They are giving some sort of physical form to a state of mind, an ideal. There is no right way to make a satanic altar. I've seen people make little mini ones out of alto tins, which I think is amazing and I might try it eventually. I've seen people put fictional figures on their altars. I've seen people have candles that have pictures of the monsters on them. I've seen people with uh, Black Phillip bobbleheads. I've seen all sorts of things on satanic altars. There's no right way to make one. And it's because everyone's Satanism is individual. And not everyone has an altar. Nor does it make sense that everyone would need one. For many, the purpose of an altar is to help with creating sort of a space for your... It's almost a self-means of mental manipulation. A good example of this when people are told, how do I get to sleep better? People will tell you, well, don't do anything in bed other than sleeping or, you know, fucking. But for the most part, don't do anything in bed but sleeping because then your mind will associate laying in bed with sleeping. Same thing that rooms can have certain feelings. You can walk into a room and have a different feeling from the kitchen to a living room to a game room. There is an emotional, mental attachment to a space. 
And that's part of what an altar is. It is something to help you get into a headspace, I suppose, of whatever you want to accomplish with that altar, be it rituals or just having a space to relax, to center yourself, to sort of clear your mind of clutter, which is why they can be so different. They can serve many different purposes. So great, maybe I've convinced somebody that, yes, Satanism is religion. Or maybe you're new and now you understand the idea of why it's called a religion rather than a philosophy. So what's the problem? Why do so many people seem to have a problem with Satanism being a religion or us calling it a religion? I've noted that there are about, there generally are two types of people who have a problem with the idea of Satanism being a religion. There's one, non-religious atheists who tend to have a problem with it being a religion. And then are are other religions who have a problem with it being religion. However, one thing to note, a lot of fundamentalists have no issue with believing that Satanism is a religion. They just tend to believe it is a very bad religion. Let's talk about the atheists first. I think that there are three camps of people who are non-religious atheists who don't like the idea that Satanism is a religion. They are as I've mentioned before, people who think Satanism is just a troll, that it's a joke religion, like the flying spaghetti monster used to fight against religion. Then there are those who are very against the idea of using anything that is like religion if you are not theist. They believe that it makes religion seem okay, or they believe it muddies the language, A good example of this type of atheist would be Matt Dillahunty, who I have different disagreements on different topics with him, and that's probably my biggest one, is his seemingly refusal to understand Satanism. And I think the third camp of atheists are... I guess I was wrong when I there's three in the camp of atheists who don't like his religion... There are two in those camps, and those are the two I mentioned. The third camp are those who understand Satanism, are interested in learning about it, but are not Satanists themselves. And then we have the religious people who want to deny that it is also religion. These people are harder to pin down on why they don't like it. I think the main reason they say that it's not a religion is probably less that they don't understand why it's a religion. And I think that they just don't want to have it share the weight that they like to throw around using the term religion. They like using the term religion to empower their religion. And I think it's more that they don't want to share a stage with Satanist. And that's why they like to deny that it's religion. A good example of this would be the My Brain is Missing. And I I'm not going to give them the time of day to look them up. But the guy in um, Arkansas, I believe, with the Ten Commandments, that guy, who uh, has Lucian Greaves living in his head 24-7. But that guy, I, I think he probably understands why Satanism is a religion. Eh, I don't know. He's not that bright, so maybe not. Either way, people like him, I think the main reason they don't want to consider it a religion is they don't want, to have, they don't want it to have the weight of being a religion, and I think that's the only reason they don't want it to be a religion. You, it most definitely is a religion. 
I wouldn't be surprised if more religions like Satanism came up. I wouldn't be surprised. There is an article that I'll link that is about how uh, the Satanic Temple shakes up the idea of religion. And it is actually from that article that I got the idea of the four identifying marks as a religion as creed, code, cultus, and community. So I will also link that in the description. But what am I planning on doing for my next show? My next show is actually a show I've been looking into for a while, and I've been trying to do a bunch of research on it. So I'm going to try to get it out next week. If not, I'm going to try to get something else out. I'm definitely going to try to have a show out every week. I can't promise that I will always have one out every week, but I'm going to try. Sometimes life gets busy and things get crazy, but I'm going to give my best effort to have a show every week. But the show that I'm planning on having next week is on sexual norms and how Satanism kind of just says fuck it to those and why sexuality norms are for the most part bullshit and why they're harmful. I've seen a few different podcasts mention this. I've seen a few blogs touch on this, but I think more people talking about it is always a good thing. There are some great people on Twitter who um, get into this topic. There is um, a sexual health psychologist, I believe. Again, this is off the cuff, but I'll, I'll put their Twitter account in the description. They're very good on discussing that many of what we think as a society is normal isn't and what is normal is demonized i will include a link to their twitter since they are fairly active and a lot of their old stuff is worth going through so i will link that i do want to thank everyone who joined us today and this has been why satan and hail satan If anyone wants an example in irony, go check Herman Cain's Twitter out. Herman Cain, who's dead, is tweeting about how the president will clearly recover from COVID-19. Here's hoping the president's Twitter account will soon be handled the same way Herman Cain's is. Mm-hmm.